thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We're going to have a good time around the Word. Thank God for the Word. I mean, I don't even want to think what my life would look like without the Word. I can look back before I was saved and know what it looked like. And it was not, it was no place good. So we, we are so thankful for the Word and it gives us the best life. Yes. Amen. We've been taking um, the last several episodes and we've been teaching on wisdom. Yes. I, I finished up the previous episode by saying that was our last episode on wisdom. Well, guess what? It's not. <laughs> it's not. We're going, to, I just had it in my heart to continue along that line, but just a little bit different direction with the teaching on wisdom today. We invite you to go back and watch previous episodes in this series. It'll be a help to you. What we emphasized on the previous episodes was how wisdom plays such a role in promoting us out of a test, yes. out of a trial that when we don't know what to do, the word says, if, you, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. Yes. And that was written in the book of James. And right before that, James talked about if you fall into a test or trial. And so when he's referring in that passage, he is spotlighting that God has wisdom for us of what to do when we're faced with a test and trial so that we're not just living by trial and error. We're not just guessing and going, trying to make something work, but we can, uh, we can, um, face that time accurately. Yes. We can have the accuracy of the right answer in our mouth. Right. And many times the wisdom of God is not just knowing what to say, but even more, it's knowing how to think. Yes. Because we know this as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The thought life has so much to do with what we partake of, of the blessings of God. All the blessings belong to us, but if we think wrong, then it hinders the fullness of the flow of the blessings in our life. And so that's one of the things that we see about the wisdom is that it helps us not only to know what to say or do, but how to think in a time of opposition. So we spent uh, several days ministering along the line of looking to God for wisdom when we're faced with a test. Mm -hmm. But what I had in my heart that uh, for today is to talk about uh, the wisdom of the word that belongs to the new creature in Christ. Amen. Now, when we talk about wisdom, we know this, that wisdom is the mind of God, the yes. thoughts of God, yes. the word of God yes. is the wisdom of God. Amen. He so wants us to think like him yes. Yes. that he became an author and wrote down his way of thinking for yes. us. Yes. 
So uh, he offers us his thoughts by offering us his word. So let's not be dismissive towards the thoughts that the word gives us because we need to change this, the way we think toward a situation, Uh toward the plan of God. In just everyday life, carry his thoughts instead of just natural human thinking. Amen. Amen. And so we want to take on God's way of thinking. That's when we're going to live the best life. That's when things work as they ought. When we answer things uh, with the word of God and not just with human thinking. When we face opposition and we know what God already says about it. Amen. Amen. The wisdom of God can come to us as we feed on the word and meditate on the word. But also the spirit of God will take a scripture and will, if I could say this, open it up to us. He'll reveal that scripture to us. Then sometimes the spirit of God will just give us direction of what to do. That's very specific to our need. Other times we can sit and hear our pastor preach. And we will hear in their mouth the answer, the wisdom that we need for our situation. But we've been starting and we'll start there again today and then we'll go a little further. We've been starting in Proverbs chapter four, verse six, and this is the Amplified Classic translation. And it reads, forsake not wisdom and she will keep, defend and protect you. Love her and she will guard you. Now that's a mouthful of what wisdom will do. Now, when we talk about wisdom, of course, Proverbs is in the old covenant, the old Testament, and um, they would go to the law under the new covenant. We have a better covenant. So the wisdom of God is also for the new believer includes who we are in Christ. Now listen to that. Who we are in Christ, what belongs to us because we're in Christ, what belongs to us because we're righteous. Now see, that's that's key. A lot of Christians don't know what it means to be righteous. Well, Jesus was righteous, right? He did everything right. He thought right. He performed right. He brought the right thing to people. He spoke the right thing. He demonstrated God perfectly to the people. He did everything right. We have not done everything right. (laughs) So uh, Jesus, because he did everything right, but not only that, he was right with his father. There was no sin in him. So he was right with his father. So he had a standing that was... Uh, uninterrupted with his father. There was no hindrance in the way, nothing blocking his communion and fellowship with his father because he was righteous. We have been made righteous. We have been brought into. We're new creatures in Christ who are in the same class of being as God, created in God's image. Amen. But we're born again. We are new creatures in Christ. And so we've been made righteous, not because we've done everything right, but Jesus took his righteousness and made it ours. We didn't earn it. He made us righteous. So it is though we've done everything right. So you live this life, not thinking about what you've done wrong, but thinking of who he made you to be. What belongs to you because you belong to him. Amen. Amen. You know, when a child is born into a family, everything that is, uh, that belongs to that family belongs to that child because of the family they were born into. 
Ah, because we got born again, we were born into everything uh, that belongs to our Father. And one of the things of God's family is that flow of righteousness. We've been made righteous because we were born into it. He made us righteous, not because we earned it through works. We're right with God. Now, the devil who's accuser of the brethren, he'll try to point to all your faults, failures, and misses. But the wisdom of God is this. I'm I'm made righteous. Therefore, I'm righteousness conscious instead of conscious of my sin that has already been cleansed and forgiven. Amen. 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 That is the wisdom of God is to draw on and live in line with who you are in Christ. If we focus on who we are in us, we sink. We go down. We struggle. Uh Everything's a difficulty. But if we focus on who we are in him, who he made us to be, then everything of our life gets lifted. Amen. That's the wisdom of God. So when it says in Proverbs chapter four, verse six, when it says forsake not wisdom, one thing we could say is don't forsake who you are in Christ. That is the wisdom of God, who you are in Christ. Because when you know who you are in Christ, it'll keep you. It'll defend you. It'll protect you and it'll guard you as, as verse six tells us in the Amplified. So we need to know who we are in Christ. That is the wisdom of God. Amen. Amen. Verse seven of Proverbs chapter four goes on and says, the beginning of wisdom is get wisdom, skillful and godly wisdom. Now see, you have been made the righteousness of Christ. You are in Christ. Now get light of that. Get wisdom of that. Get the understanding of that. Mm -hmm. Find out what that means in your daily life. Mm -hmm. Um, You can be made something, but if you don't know you're made it, you won't enjoy it as you ought. Amen. Amen. Um, I remember something that um, just several, a couple of years ago, my mother went home to be with the Lord. And um, before she did, she was saying, Nancy, she said, you know, I've got some, some land in a certain area, in a certain state. And she said, uh, they're wanting to do some oil drilling on it. Talking about that. I go, I didn't know you had that. How come I'm your daughter? And I didn't know about that. Well, she was just saying that's going to become, that's going to be part of what you inherit is that land. There's no drilling on it now, but they've reproached me about doing things like that. Well, see, she's had it all along, but I never knew it. This is the way many Christians live their life. They have something all along and never know it. And until you know it, you won't release your faith in it. So here when it says forsake not wisdom, she will keep, defend and protect you, love her and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom. Find out what wisdom has made yours. In God's wisdom, he made you in Christ. All the blessings that belong to Christ belong to us. Amen. That's his wisdom. So the beginning of wisdom is get wisdom. What's that mean? Come into God's way of thinking. Take on God's way of thinking. Paul called that renewing the mind. The writer of Proverbs here is calling it get wisdom. David called it, uh, he restores my soul. Psalm chapter 33. He restores my soul. Um, And it was John who said, uh, he called it the prospering of the soul. 
Beloved, I wish thou mayest be in health and thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. What's that mean? You're coming into the wisdom of who you are in Christ. You're coming into, you're coming into God thoughts, coming into God's thinking. Think of this. It's amazing that the wisdom of God, the genius of God, the brilliance of God. And he says, I offer it to you. And here in verse seven, we're told, get it. Uh, Don't just admire, oh, thank God I'm born again. That's great. That's the entrance. But once you've been, you've been brought into the family, find out what's yours. Get wisdom. Without wisdom, just natural human wisdom. Life is difficult. Life gets easier, you know, as you gain knowledge, as you gain wisdom of how to function in this world, how much more so with God's realm. How to function in the blessings of God, how to function in your rights and privileges when you find out. Life will be easier. Life will be sweeter. When people don't come into the knowledge of God, when they don't take on God's way of thinking, they are sentencing themselves to a difficult life. But God offers us the the best life taking on his way of thinking. Now listen, when God offers us his thoughts, let's not say, no, I think I'll stick with my own. It's like, what? That's an unsound unsound mind. (laughs) That when the genius of heaven, the wisdom Uh of all wisdom says, Here's my way of thinking. Here's my way of operating. Here's my way of doing. Take this on, learn it, get it in you. You go, I'll take it. Amen. Amen. Because until we find out who we have already been made to be, we won't enjoy it. That's right. So don't forsake wisdom as it says in Proverbs 4 verse 6. Don't forsake wisdom. Don't set it aside is unimportant. Getting the wisdom of the word in you is a paramount importance for your life, for your family, for your health, for your prosperity, for your well-being. Amen. Amen. So again, verse seven of Proverbs four says the beginning of wisdom is get wisdom, Mm -hmm. skillful and godly wisdom for skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's right. Amen. Amen. And with all you have gotten, get understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. Mm -hmm. Look at this, verse 8. Prize wisdom highly and exalt her. Now, when we talk about as born-again Christians, the wisdom of God is who we are in Christ, who we've been made to be. Christ has been made unto us wisdom is what the Word says, who we are in Christ. So prize that wisdom highly. Don't set it aside and not learn who you are in Christ. Prize it. Because it says, if you'll prize that wisdom highly and exalt that, Mm -hmm. exalt who you are in Christ, don't exalt who you are in the flesh. Don't exalt who you are in your, simply in your education or in your profession. Exalt who he made you to be. And it says, and that will exalt you and promote you. So that wisdom will exalt you and promote you into a whole nother way of life, a whole nother way of fruit bearing in this earth. Amen. And it says this wisdom will bring you to honor when you embrace her. So embrace who you are in Christ. For the new creature in Christ, the wisdom of God is walking in the light of what he has made ours. Listen, it cost heaven everything 
for us to be new creatures in Christ. It costs Jesus everything. Let's not dishonor it by treating it lightly. It needs to be the center and the focus of all that we're educating ourselves in. Amen. And learning and becoming skillful with. Amen. Now, again, Proverbs verse Uh, chapter four and verse six, the Amplified says, forsake not wisdom and she will keep, defend and protect you, love her and she will guard you. Now look at this, walking in wisdom, it will keep you, Mm -hmm. it will defend you, it will protect you and it will guard you. There's no entrance for the enemy in all that. The enemy has no win over your life in that, none. But notice who that belongs to those who don't forsake wisdom. Amen. Yeah. Many times people are wanting God, God protect my family. Well, find out who he's made you to be in Christ. Yes. Amen. When you take your place of who you are in Christ in the way you think, yes. in the way you speak, yes. in the way you respond, yes. then God can keep, yes. defend, yes. protect, and guard you. Yes. But if we don't find out who we are in Christ and we don't uh, walk in the light of that, then God can't help defend, keep and guard and protect us because the way he keeps and guards and defends and protects us is by uh, living in line with who he made us to be in Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The more wisdom we walk in, the greater protection we walk in. Amen. That's good. Yeah. Uh, when you know who you are in Christ and symptoms show up, you go, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> because I know I'm not trying to get healing. I am the healed. When you know that because that's who you belong, that's uh, what belongs to you in Christ, then that keeps and defends you when symptoms try to come. You see, people say, protect me from sickness. Well, find out that he's already made you healed. <laughs> Learn how to answer those symptoms. Can I tell you this? When it comes to the enemy trying to pull us off track, the enemy would love to pull you onto his territory. How does he get you to do that? He tries to get you to step onto sin's territory. He'll tempt you to sin, right? Right. He'll tempt you. Um, Did you know that symptoms are nothing but the temptation to be sick? That's so good. That's good. Amen. Okay, if somebody had been, let's say before they were born again, they had been a thief. I mean that they would break into homes, rob homes, or they would steal from people. Once they get born again, they, they're, they're set free from that lifestyle. Right. They no longer even desire that. That's right. But they go to visit a friend one day and there's $500, $500 laying on the kitchen counter that friend walks out of the room and it's just that person and that money on that counter. Would the devil ever tempt someone with their former life and say, they'll never, they'll never miss one, one of those. Just take one of those. That person would say, I'm not touching that. That's right. not mine. Right. That's not the, I don't do that anymore. Amen. That's not who I am That's anymore. Right. That's no longer who I am. They would resist that temptation, yes. right? Yes. They would resist that temptation to sin. Well, sickness came in when sin came in. Right. It's not a sin to be sick, but sin came in when sickness came in. Yes. And what I mean by that is with Adam. Right. 
when Adam sinned, that opened the door for sickness upon this earth. So when Jesus dealt with the sin problem, he dealt with the sickness problem at the same time because sickness entered at the same time sin did. So when this temptation to be sick comes, it's not a sin to be sick, but it's a temptation to partake of a flow you've been delivered from. Resist that temptation just like that that new believer would resist the temptation to steal something yeah. that wasn't his. Uh-huh. Amen. Now see, that's the wisdom of God. That's right. The that's wisdom right. of God will say, that's not who I am anymore. Right. I'm not the sick anymore. Yeah. Amen. 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 And the devil may say, oh yeah, this is running your family, not my new family. That's right. Not this new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. When you answer with the word, that is God's wisdom in your mouth. And that wisdom will keep, defend, protect, and guard you. But if we don't put that word in his mouth, if we don't put who we are in Christ in our mouth, then how is he going to protect us? If he, if we won't hold to his word, he's got nothing left but his word to protect us. He uses his word to protect us. How's he going to protect us if we reject or forsake the wisdom of the word that protects us? Well, praise the Lord. Lord. Thank God for this scripture in Proverbs. Always as a, as, as a Christian, a new believer in Christ, always run anything Old Testament through who you are in Christ. Run it through the new new covenant because we, the new covenant is the old covenant but better, but more. And if under the old covenant, they could come into the thoughts of God and be protected and guarded and kept. How much more as new creatures in Christ, we should be be living a kept life, a a protected life, guarded. Amen. Amen. How is God going to do that when we walk in the wisdom of the New Testament? The New Testament is the new creature in Christ, who we are in Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. As we said, the word is the wisdom of God. So to, to think like him, take on his thoughts. Yes. Any thought of yours that would argue against um, his thoughts, cast yours down. Now right. know Amen. this, every thought that comes to you did not come from you. Right. That's right. The enemy will offer you thoughts, run it through the thoughts of who you are in Christ. Right. Yes. Yes. Renew your mind. Now, if we will put forth the effort to renew our mind, the payback on that is immeasurable. If we neglect renewing our mind, you say, Pastor Nancy, what do you mean by renewing our mind? It means taking on God's way of thinking. That means if you think one way about a situation, but you see in the word that God says something different, you lay down what you think, say, that's not how I'm thinking anymore. I'm taking on what God thinks. That's called renewing the mind. As I said, David said in Psalm 23, he restores my soul. How does he restore our soul? You know, we just didn't go to bed one one night and then wake up the next morning and we have a whole new thought life, (laughs) a whole new way of thinking. No, how does he restore our soul? Through the word, as we meditate on the word, as we feed on the word, as we renew our mind, take on his way of thinking, our soul is restored. How does our soul prosper? According to John, 
We have to take on God's way of thinking. All of these. And then Proverbs, it means forsake not wisdom. That means take on wisdom. What is that? Renew your mind with the word. That's what taking on wisdom means. Amen. Amen. No one can do that for us. No one can go in and change your thinking for you. It's a choice you make. No one else can make it for you. A spouse can't make it for you. A pastor can't make it for you. Someone in your family who has walked with God for years cannot renew your mind for you. You are the only one, meaning no one can do it in your behalf. If you don't do it, it won't get done. That's right. Amen. Because some people will say, well, my spouse, they're the one that pr- does all the praying in the family. No one can renew your mind for you. That's right. Amen. That's right. And the privilege and the joy of having a, a mind that carries the wisdom of God, yes. that carries the thoughts of who we are in Christ, it elevates us Amen. to where every day we can live days of heaven on earth when we know how to think right. That's right. Listen, Amen. God can only work through right thinking. Amen. It's only... He can only work through right thinking. God does not cooperate with wrong thinking. Why? There's nothing wrong in him. There's no wrong thinking in him. He cannot move with wrong thinking. So for us to receive of his flow, we have to come into his way of thinking. Now the devil can't work through right thinking. He can only work through wrong thinking. What's wrong thinking? Thinking that's in opposition to the word. Mm -hmm. So we know this that the more we run out wrong thinking, the more we keep the door closed to the devil. The more we put in right thinking, the more we're going to live in line with God's best. Now, that's up to you. That choice is yours. No one can make that choice for you. But thank God for um, channels like this. (laughs) Thank God for Brother Copeland. Thank God for Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Thank God for this place because they have provided a 24-hour channel just to funnel in right thinking, right thinking, right thinking. Why? Because as you pour in right thinking, you wash out wrong thinking. The washing of the water of the Word, the right thinking of the Word washes out the wrong thinking of natural man. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So we take on God's highest offer and that is think like me, think like me, talk like me, respond like me. Amen. Amen. That's the wisdom of God. And we're, we're, we're coming into more and more of it. Amen. Well, we're going to continue along this line and we don't want you to miss it. And until then, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. We will never receive from God beyond the measure of our response. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, she instructs us how to properly respond to God and the moving of His Spirit. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your own faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has made you to be. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle.
trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.